Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sister Sedge podcast. It's your host, Kat. Um, you know what that means. I have a special guest today because my sister's out living her best life. <laughs> so I have Therese Bauer, and she is a cannabis lifestyle coach. And she teaches us how to um, use cannabis in our day-to-day life and the healing properties of the plant. Um, we've been discussing more here on the podcast about how we can heal our minds, our body, our soul, cannabis, and not just, you know, be two little slugs on the couch. <laughs> so Therese, let us know, um, for those who don't know, your background and everything. Yeah, for sure. So I came into cannabis um, about 14 years ago, 2010, mm-hmm. uh, because I was dealing with some health issues. And um, I I grew up in a uh, religious cult. And so cannabis was the farthest thing away from anything that we would consume. We didn't go to movies or use playing cards or we were quite, quite separate from the world. And I left oh. when I was 17. And, um, and, and then just started exploring about life. And it wasn't until, uh, yeah, 14 years ago when my daughter had just been diagnosed with type one diabetes and I was struggling as a caregiver. I was struggling with sleep and anxiety and caring for her. And I was up a lot at night with her and I just had this calling like cannabis knocked on my door literally. And it was like, you need to try me. And I'm like, well, I don't know anything about this plant. Um, I was in a community that where cannabis was quite widely used recreationally. And oh, so wow. I thought, let's, let's give it a try. And so I did. Yeah. I had my first joint. And um, that night we, we put the kids to bed and we went out to the garden, sat in the hammock. And I lit my first joint with my husband. And it was that moment that I was like, wow, I why has this been hidden from me my whole life? I instantly felt relief. I instantly felt calmness in my body and I slept so well that night. And so that was the start of my journey of exploring cannabis in a medical way, in a therapeutic way to help with healing within our bodies. And then it kind of emerged from there. And I I kept studying cannabis and it was my son when he, so this was um, maybe about 10, no, not quite 10 years, maybe six years later, he was diagnosed with Lyme disease when he was 14 and he was bedridden throughout his teen, teen years, just severe, severe pain. And when he was 16, he came to me and said, Hey, would cannabis help me, mom? And I was like, I don't know. You're a, you're a young adult. Let's, let's see. And so we explored it and we found a pediatrician who would prescribe it for him. And it made a world of difference. He's alive today. He's 21. I believe he's alive today because of cannabis and how it kept him, uh, helped him to sleep, helped him relieve his pain, uh, stabilize his mood, and just have a little bit more passion for staying alive. Because at 16, 17, you're in bed, you have no peer experience, like you're pretty yeah. isolated. So um, like, how did you navigate that conversation? Because um, as a cannabis mom, you know, it, it's different to have those like for me, I have small children, they're two and five, and I'm not going to, um, I'm very little like, ask us of my consumption, like I don't do it in front of them. Um, but I don't hide it either. So I and I, I just, you know, so my son knows like, hey, mom's gonna go outside for like five minutes, have a quick break, she can come back, she's gonna be great. She's gonna be fun again. She's not gonna be yelling. She's not gonna be stressed. But to have those open communications with your children, like how did that conversation go? Yeah, well, I was a closet consumer. And mm-hmm. my, my son being um, 16, my daughter was seven, seven, eight. No, he was 16. She was, I think, about 18 at the time. 
uh, I wasn't really public with them about it. I was hiding. And it so it happened that I was listening to a podcast about cannabis. And then so it was my son who came to me and said, Hey, I just heard what you were taught, what you were listening to. Is it something that would help me? So he approached me. Now I would do it a little bit differently because I am out of the closet and I'm open with my consumption. Um, we have a younger son and he, um, he's known about cannabis much longer, of course, yeah, because pretty it's much his whole life. Brain. Yeah. It's very just normal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just, can I just put a little, I have um, some colleagues here in Canada that just released a course called how to speak to your kids about cannabis. Oh, it's lovely. So I'd we like- will, if you will share it, yes, we will link it down in our show notes for everybody. Uh, it's a great thing um, because for parents, they get very stigmatized too. It's like, well, like, especially as moms in just in motherhood, you, people forget that you used to be a woman. You used to be a young woman. You used to, you know, whatever stage of motherhood you're in, you used to be fun and people, and I'm not saying motherhood isn't fun. It has its rewards. It has its challenges. I go, you know, the plan is just there to help us be one in tune and present um, with our children. It's kind of, I use why it as a tool. It, yeah. Why is wine o'clock okay for moms? Exactly. Or, you know, why is that cigarette break okay? You know, things like that. So um, it's it's kind of one or the other. And so I, I love that we're able to have those guides because I think my listeners will be very in tune with um, just wanting to know more about the plant and how it, it, it just is. Because Alicia and I, we've come across it very um, drug addicts as parents. So for us, it was like, no, we don't want this at all. And um, we don't want to touch anything at all. But um, cannabis was very just destigmatized in general. It was like, um, you could do this, but I don't want you doing any other drug than this. <laughs> uh, um, and that was kind of how we were taught, like then the normalization of it. And it was just like, don't do it in my house. You can do so. Go for a walk. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it, we are, we are changing that stigma for sure, because we're starting to see the medical aspects of cannabis and how it can help us in all different ages and stages. So can you explain to us how cannabis can relieve those ailments um, in, in you? If you've, if you've experienced those in yourself, changes that you've seen in loved ones and patients? Yeah, yeah. Have you talked much about the endocannabinoid system? No, not a lot of people know. I, we, we, I have, I've, Alicia, I've been educating my sister <laughs> and she's, she's like, because um, we're about to take a tolerance break. Um, myself, I'm about to take a tolerance and I feel that those are very um yeah actual things that we need to do um and i was explaining i'm like there's a science behind it there's people that that's their whole life is to teach them and i i i feel like you guys are the trailblazers to where we are today in the industry like we haven't been able we've moved so far in the industry that i feel like but it took those steps took those influential people took those people be like no i want a second opinion totally so I want to answer your question about how it can help us with things like anxiety and pain and sleep. But I want to talk about the endocannabinoid system first, because if we understand how it works within our body, it makes a whole lot more sense why we would reach for it. So we have a system in our bodies called the endocan- endocannabinoid system or ECS. So I'll refer to it as ECS because it's just a little bit less of a mouthful. Yep. And 
This system is as important to our bodies as the cardiovascular system or the skeletal system. It's just that it wasn't diagnosed or it wasn't discovered until the late uh, late 90s. Uh, sorry, early 90s, early 90s, a couple of decades. Either way, it wasn't discovered that long ago. And so our medical systems are not well versed on it. We are learning first. And so we're taking it to our medical community and saying, hey, you need to look at this system. And the reason it's so important is because the endocannabinoid system is like the master regulator for the entire body. It wants to bring all the other systems in the body back to balance. So if you are experiencing an imbalance in another system in your body, generally when we go to the doctor, they just address that system. But if we look to the end, the ECS first and go, where are my imbalances within my ECS and look to that first, and then that can help us to manage the rest of the systems in our body. It's way more successful. So the ECS mm -hmm. wants to bring balance and homeostasis into the body because there's different receptors within the body that um, cannabinoids can bind to. So why do we have cannabinoid receptors within our body? It's because we make cannabinoids in our body. They're called endocannabinoids. And so their purpose is to help bring that homeostasis and that balance. One of the, there's two main um, endocannabinoids that we make, and there's probably more going to be discovered, but the two main ones that we know about are 2-AG and anandamide. Anandamide in Sanskrit, so another language, means bliss. It's we are supposed feeling. to be has that good feeling yes we're supposed that when to you create... spark up that good feeling that dopamine fix that you kind of get that's why when we have it we have long periods of time when we consume um we feel very anxious or irritated our mood changes and, and that's just our, our system telling you like hey i need to go smoke because if you're a reg most cannabis users um uh, consumers they consume throughout the day daily multiple times a day so that's where that yeah that makes sense <laughs> but we're supposed to not need cannabis right we're supposed to be able to regulate this on our own with anandamide because our body creates anandamide but as we know through environment through our environment and through our lifestyles we are causing deficiencies within our endocannabinoid system and we're not creating enough anandamide so we're not reaching that blissful state on our own very often and so this is where we can reach to cannabis because THC and CBD, these cannabinoids, bind into the same receptors that anandamide and 2-AG bind into. And so we can look to cannabis as a supplement. So sometimes we call it the vitamin weed. There's a book called Vitamin Weed Ooh, by Michelle Ross. What a, what a good read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yes, we're, we, we consume cannabis for recreationally because we want to feel good. Feeling good is actually wellness and health in our bodies. We were naturally supposed to be feeling good beings. And so cannabis, so THC and CBD bind into these receptors and they do the same thing that, that anandamide would do, go up to the brain, give those signals of balance and homeostasis and feeling good, that extra dopamine, just those mm -hmm. feel good things. And in the meantime, it's also changing our perception of pain. So it can reduce pain perception. It's also lowering, it possibly could be lowering our heart rate, lowering that anxious response, bringing calmness and ease into the body. Sleep, helping us to shut down. Sometimes we get stuck in loops of thinking, overthinking at night, and the brain doesn't yes. stop thinking. There are times Cannabis where I'm like, all right, I need to consume. I was like, okay, the kids are yes. in bed, things are done. Um, 
but my mind races, especially um, we talk a lot here about mental health and um, I have a mental illness called um, schizoaffective disorder. So if you're aware of it, it's um, a mood disorder, bipolar and schizophrenia. Um, so I do have those like auditory hallucinations and my mind races and things. So when I consume cannabis, those hallucinations are gone like it's a it's like um, the best way i could tell everyone and explain to people it's like a radio in my head it's constantly going it's just static background noise constantly going so when it becomes quiet my mind is quiet it's like the most centering peaceful yeah it's very peaceful <laughs> but that that's that's the way we can use cannabis in our wellness though and and um, people don't realize that those little sparks or those little um, any which way you consume. Um, my, my, I just introduced my husband to cannabis um, and we, we experimented um, with different consumption. So he's like, I'm not a smoker. I don't like that. So I was like, okay, well, edibles are his jam. <laughs> um, and he works, um, he, he has, he's worked labor jobs his whole entire life. So your body breaks down, your body excess. So there are times where he's like, all right, it's weekend. I know I got to go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to eat my cookie and I'm going to hang out with you and the kids. And I was like, that is fine. <laughs> yeah, very good. That's a great way of utilizing it for, for well-being, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit more about the tolerance? I have some more perspective yes. to share on tolerance. Yes, because okay. I'm fixing right. to, I'm really fixing to go on a tolerance break. Um, I've been in, uh, I've been consuming cannabis since March. Um, I reiterated it back into my life with healthy boundaries um, and everything. Um, so, and I have time and places. I, I literally have a, a timer that goes off. It's like, all right, today this is the time that you can consume. These are the times you don't consume. I have a very healthy balance about uh, and I feel like I needed that because I used to become a, I, I was an opioid addict um, and I had been very ex exposed to that my entire life. So having mindful consumption and knowing, okay, when is the time to take a break? Because your body has to reset. That's also what a lot of people don't realize is that just like you reset your house, the way you reset your, your home, you think you got to reset your mind, not reset your body. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so what's happening, I'll explain a little bit about what's happening when we need to take a tolerance break is remember those receptors that I talked about in the endocannabinoid system. When THC binds into those receptors over a long period of time, it can start to build up. So let's say the receptor is like this and normally it's nice and empty and clear. THC comes in, settles into the receptor and all is good. But yeah. over time and higher consumption, these receptor starts to just get plugged with THC and then you need more and more THC to get the same effects yes but you can take a break take a tolerance break allow those receptors to clear again sometimes it's a couple of days sometimes a couple of weeks everybody's a little bit different you got to find what's going to work for you yeah and even and with a tolerance break, it doesn't mean to completely go cold turkey. I go cold turkey because that's just the way I do it. Um, I'm not advocating if don't, don't, not stop taking your medicine. <laughs> if you need it, you see. But you can also cut back on, okay, if you consume in the morning and you consume at lunch and you consume before dinner, that lunchtime sesh is not needed. That once in the morning with your coffee and, you know, after dinner, go to bed. Like that, that's a healthier way if you're using it like holistically and for your wealth because yeah, it's really hard i'm taking cannabis nightly to sleep if i don't take it one night i ain't sleeping yeah so instead of 
of eliminating it completely, I will add CBD. So on that, you know, that lunchtime where you normally are consuming, add CBD in. So take CBD instead. CBD does not build a tolerance and it helps to modulate THC as well. So when, when we have the receptors again, THC comes into the receptor and then CBD comes um, will only come into a receptor that has THC in it. So interesting enough, some people say, I don't want any THC with my CBD. Well, that's fine, but it won't go into the receptors and the endocannabinoids. Yeah. They need to be paired together. So when CBD comes in, it clears out some of that THC from those receptors on its own. So a lot of people will find that they don't need tolerance breaks at all because CBD is helping them modulate those receptors already. There's another way though, if you still, if you're like, no, I don't want to work with CBD. I only want THC. Uh, A tolerance break can also be considered, uh, changing your tolerance can also help with changing your strain or your method of ingestion as well. Oh, yes. Yes. Because there are times where um, Alicia and I, when she comes to visit, I'm just like, we're eating edibles. She goes, what do you mean? I was like, we're we're just going to eat these cookies and we're just going to have a family fun night. And she's like, all right. And she's like, because for some people, um, they... The way you consume, I, I'm, I'm an avid smoker I, because we know that when we, we inhale it, it, it's fast acting. It activates that way. For, for most people who want a long lasting for their ailments, their body, I found that like when you ingest it, um, it, it lasts longer. So I, I use, um, I, that's kind of how I switch up my consumption too, because that way I'm not out. I'm still present with my children. We're still out and about. My anxiety level is the where it needs to be. Um, but I'm not constantly thinking about when's that next time I have to smoke. Yeah. 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 That's a really great way. Edibles are awesome in that way. Just take it in the morning and you're good for a good part of the day. Or good until like four o'clock. If you take it, I've taken one at eight o'clock in the morning, had made breakfast. I didn't have to consume until like six o'clock that day. Cause I was like, all right, I'm cool. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. It's a great way. So can you explain to me how you turned your struggles of and message like into this whole big um, platform and um, really a business? Yeah. Yeah. So I was just seeing so, so much success in my own being. So I developed so through the caregiving of my daughter, I developed autoimmune disease myself, chronic fatigue syndrome. And um, so I had great results. There isn't a cure for chronic fatigue syndrome and it's, it can be hard to manage, but cannabis really, really helped me manage my insomnia, uh, manage my fatigue. And so as I was consuming and then uh, we took the journey of my son consuming for medical purposes, and then it started to reach out to my family, my extended family, and started to see the benefits that they were, that I was helping them to receive pain, relief and sleep and anxiety. And then, um, so I'm here in Canada, in BC, Canada, legalization of cannabis uh, for recreational and medical, well, medical was years ago, but for like access to cannabis was legalized in 2018, in October. And it was at that point that I was like, I have like a number of years experience working with this plant. I've developed this relationship with this plant and I really want to share it. And at the time you were a grower or a retail store. Like there wasn't a lot of options of how to be in the cannabis no because so even to- yeah even here in the united states it um it's still stigmatized um 
I know that our government is working to get it federally legal, but it's gonna, it's gonna, it, we're working on it. <laughs> it's gonna take us some time. But yeah, it's coming. I we feel, I feel like in the next five years it will be here. Um, the green motion will get here. But I, I really, I, I feel like Canada has come a long way in understanding the plant in general. Just being like, all right, this is what our citizens want. We might as well get educated. And they really did. Like We're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. everyone's working on it. But I think as yeah. the more we, we educate, um, and like I said, the industry has come far, far away. So how did you, like, navigate? You know, you have this experience. You're working with the plant. Legalization is just around the corner. Like, that is your time to move, right? You got to go where yes. it booms. So That's how right. was that yeah. transition for you? Yeah, it, at first I didn't know what I wanted to do because I didn't know what what's available in the industry. So it took me a bit of time yeah. to do some research. And then I found the Cannabis Coaching Institute out of Boulder, Colorado in January of 2020. And I started working with that, with that course. So I took a year-long coaching program where we went through the science of cannabis. And I learned so much more in addition to what I'd already been learning about cannabis, learned about coaching, learned about um, educating. And then I kind of took it from there and made my own spin to it. So I've been working one-on-one with clients. I've also had a speakeasy women's cannabis club where women get together monthly on Zoom and we talk about cannabis, growing it, using it medicinally. Um, just oh, all the lovely. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun. So fun. That that sounds and, like a great, great get together <laughs> of just like like-minded women. Because it, even for us women, it's hard to um get together and to you know really cultivate those relationships and i just love that for (laughs) y'all yeah and then i started teaching at our local college so i do in-person classes on how to make your own oils how to make your own salve how to and then a full day course on all about cannabis and dosing and and instructions so that's been amazing that our college has been open to talking about cannabis and educating a community and, uh, and then I've just been keeping involving from there, um, moving into more public speaking opportunities to speak on a more mainstream stage of people who are like, oh, what? What is What this? are you talking about? Yeah, yes. why, why yeah. should we legalize this plant? Um, I know for America's history, we used to have cannabis. We used to grow hemp very heavily. It was one of like the second like agricultural benefit. And then, then you know, the sixties came. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sixties came, but you know, it, it was a time for other issues to be dealt with. So I understand why, you know, cannabis had to be back on the back burner, but it's, I feel yeah. like in the recent years though, that um, we've been able to like evolve and landscape, you know, cannabis wellness. There's now that there's more positions in the space because um, there's cannabis nursing coaches like you who go into um, and have clientele and really educate. Um, so in your opinion, what are some exciting developments and trends that you foresee in the future when it comes to cannabis wellness? So our seniors are the fastest growing population of cannabis consumers right now, new to cannabis. Our grandmas are getting back. high? The grandmas yes. are getting, yes, that's wonderful. <laughs> And it's because they're starting to talk about, they talk about things, right? Yeah. And they share things and somebody comes across an edible and they get a good night's sleep and then they pass it over to their neighbor. And so we're, we're starting to reassess these stigmas and taboos that, um, that we've grown up with. 
Um, so that's really interesting to see. The seniors are going to be leading the way. And that means they're also going to lead the way in our medical communities because they um, are, hopefully will stand up and demand it as opposed to, because our doctors here in Canada still won't talk about cannabis. Majority of our Same doctors. here in the United States. They still won't. Um, I have a my grandmother was paralyzed um, from the waist down. She had only the right side of her body um, moved, so she could move her right hand and her right leg. And I remember we used to have this big jug of oil with, and it had the cannabis stem the, from like when you grow, like the big stem that grows in the middle of the plant in there, and it was infused. My uncles used to go every couple like of years and go to TJ to go buy it. <laughs> they would go to the border to go buy this for her because her ailments were so bad. Her, her body was swelling. You you know when you're paralyzed like that you know your arthritis everything kicks in so i remember being a young child she's like rub this oil on me i didn't know what it was i was just like all right it makes grandma feel great but you can see i can understand why they would come to their doctors and be like okay i'm taking every fire school thing in the in the sun and i still don't feel great i feel like um the older generations are starting to be more in tune with our younger generation they're kind of starting to ask questions like all right so i, I and it's us youngsters they're going to be like grandma you know have you tried this you know have you tried this you know it, it, it works for us <laughs> yes yeah so that's exciting to see them be the movers and the shakers yeah yeah I think that's really exciting. So have you um, seen like big turnarounds um, in your senior clients? You know, like what have they, because at first they, some might be spectacle, you know, at, at first be like, oh, I don't know, this, this is stuff my grandson does, <laughs> right? <laughs> so like, so how do you have navigate those conversations as to be like, okay, well, this is something that I would advocate for you if this is something you're interested in. Like, do you walk your clients through the first time they consume? Yeah. So um, a lot of my seniors come to me through talks that I do. So I do a lot of mm -hmm. seniors talks and seniors groups and elder colleges and things like that. And so that's where I give them the basis and we talk about the plant and, and the endocannabinoid system and the cannabinoids. So we talk about the science a part of it. So seniors love that, right? Like they want to, like, we don't use slang words. So we're using medical terms and we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're getting that, just that smooth landing for them. And then if they're ready to take it further, then they connect with me and, um, and I go through just, more identifying the method of consumption, um, their starting dose. So sometimes I will walk them through their first dose, um, but a lot of them tend to just do that on their own. And um, I will, you know, explain what to do. But then there, a lot of people too start with oils, and so all oh, you have to do yeah. is, like, it's it's pretty simple. Um, not yeah, many of my seniors are, are using. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I would think that they would just and pinpoint certain ailments um at that point and oils are great people underestimate oils like if you you have you ever taken an oil infused bubble bath oh those are so great <laughs> your whole body just feels really nice but if you're not like because for some people they do freak out like i've have had experiences where i was like i've been with someone it's their first time consumptioning um even medically and it was like they're like i don't know what i'm doing and i was like <laughs> it's okay but, you know, I remember when I got cleared for my mental illnesses, um, I was able to go in and I had a friend who was a, um, she had an autoimmune disease and she's like, 
so excited. She's like, we're going to go to the clinic and I'm going to take you for the first time. And she was just really excited because it was like, she goes, I didn't know what to expect because in, in certain states here, um, you can't even touch the plant. Um, you can't yeah. even, you, you can't smell it. You can't touch it. Um, so in California, this was back in 2017. Um, I walked in, I gave him my rec, rec I think I go out and I look around and I was like, this is legal, right? And she's like, yes, this is legal. I was like, I'm not going to get in trouble, right? And she's like, yeah, you passed the door. You passed the big guy at the door. You're, you're, you're good. And so I went to the bud tender and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. She goes, what? I was like, I just want, I, I have really bad anxiety. Like, I'm surprised I'm here right now. And she's like, okay, that's a good place to start. <laughs> And she walked you through it. My friend was just really excited. She was like, because when we went to one where I could touch everything, I can spell the plan, I can see everything. And it was, it, it was a great experience. But for some people who don't have that person in their corner, um, it could be a little scary. Some people don't have a great experience. <laughs> so have you ever yeah. had someone not have a great experience? And you're like, just... <laughs> I usually prep, so they'll come to me after they have a bad experience. They don't come to me and then have a bad experience oh, because yeah. I teach them how to not have bad experience. So yeah. usually I'm, I'm doing what somebody's already done. And, um, uh, and then just, you're just reminding them that we can do this in a safe way. We don't have to be high. We don't have to have this discomfort by following these guidelines and these safety, yeah, safety pieces. Alrighty. Can you share some specific experiences or success stories um, of your clients who have used it for um, CBD for like anxiety um, and sleep? Mm -hmm. Okay. So for anxiety, yes. Um, I had a client who was struggling with anxiety in family situations or like being out with a family in restaurants and yeah. um, just noise outside noises and just the commotion and all I'm of the that. same way I can't I can't handle crowded places I get very overwhelmed and then somebody yeah. talks to me and I just flip out I'm like there's just too much going on here because <laughs> um yeah. for a lot of people they don't realize when you have anxiety you're processing a lot of things all at once lots of stimuli coming like, in yeah and so they're like and you're you have racing thoughts so your brain's going a mile a minute either your surroundings are going a mile a minute so it's hard for you to send yourself when you're like in those moments yeah yeah and so she had she had packed some cannabis with her and then left it in the car and in a pen in a, in a vaporizer so she was consuming like this inhalation. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah like yeah, a yeah, vaporizer. yeah exactly <laughs> right yeah and um and so she just excused herself and went out um to the car took a couple of puffs took a deep breath went back in and showed up a new person. And she was sharing that she could like have conversations and was actually like engaging with the family at the table and could eat the meal that was, that was ordered. And just all of that, like that's, yes, that stimuli, the stimuli input just started to calm down and just the weight of anxiety um, lifted so that she could be present. And so that was a routine that she utilized often in other situations. So she didn't consume at that point, didn't consume cannabis or CBD on a regular daily basis. It was more as needed. So when situations would come up, then she would reach for, for cannabis. Well, yeah. That's the same mm -hmm. as taking like an anxiety med that it needed, like it, but it, it, this time you just, and I feel like I, I, this is the way I consume with the vapor because I feel like it's more, um, it's more convenient in, in in a sense of I don't have to worry about 
like I do, I have when I well, for my flowers stuff. So we have it in a lockbox up safe where the children can't get it because we feel that that's a crucial thing when having it in the house. But I feel like I don't have to go through that whole process of getting that box down. That's when they go to bed. You know what I mean? I feel like okay, I can go for a walk for five minutes, come back. I can go use the bathroom. <laughs> like, um, and but I, I, people don't realize how calming it is. Um to have that sense of, to, of relief um mm-hmm. and now that you've shifted and had all this experience in your in your practice um can you explain to us like though that pinnacle moment when you realized cannabis is like a very spiritual thing like consuming yeah. is so spiritual i've had those moments where i'm just like i've sat outside when it's snowing and it's 30 degree weather and i'm like this is so cool like I feel so good with myself I feel I I feel like I love myself like I'm in tune with my body and my soul Uh, and like can you explain to us like that pinnacle moment you when you discovered that but I think it's a beautiful moment if anybody hasn't experienced that you need to arrange a sesh to have that experience You know, it might have actually been my very first experience, except I didn't Um, identify it as a spiritual experience. Um, But now looking back, it it totally was because the peacefulness and calmness that came into my body, I was laying in the hammock and the hammock was swaying and I I was looking up into the stars. It was a beautiful, dark night out with the stars twinkling. And it was at that moment that I was just like, wow, like I don't need. The, the me, right? The me of, um, of pain and of anxiety just kind of vanished. And I was just there. I was just there with the universe and being with the stars. And so that probably was my very first experience. And then later on, as I continued to consume and continue to have experiences, my um, consumption at night was for sleep. But it yeah. started to be that cannabis would be like, hey, hey, before you go to sleep, I have something to tell you. And I would start to get these downloads and um, have insights from the divine. And that was just like, wow, this is so accessible uh, to be able to have this deep connection with the divine and to have this peacefulness within my body. And so just recently um, uh, in solstice, actually, just before Christmas, I hosted my first cannabis ceremony. So a sacred cannabis ceremony for women. How beautiful is that? Yes. And so we consumed together in a really sacred way. We made a little womb room where everyone had cushions and blankets and um, we meditated together and we shared our experiences and that intention can be so deeply healing. And um, so my next one is this Friday and then I'm doing an all exciting! How exciting. I remember that experience for me. It was just recently. Um, I had a friend of mine and we went over to her house and I was going to help her with something. And uh, we could sumo with there. And at the same time, um, she's like, before we do this, we do, I've been doing this really unique breathing exercise that I've been working on. And it was like, you hold it in thing. And we did this like whole 30 minute like deep breathing exercise and she's like okay now let's go smoke and i was like why she goes just trust me just trust me don't even think about it just let's, let's go and sure enough after i was like oh i feel so good like i went home and i was like i feel so great like i feel so 
good with my like i didn't know how to feel i just felt some sense of euphoria that just stuck with me and like and so i implement that sometimes when i have those really stressed out days where i'm just like okay i'm gonna do the deep breathing exercise and it was really nice because it was like my mind was quiet everything was at ease um and when you feel things from you can feel the energy within the earth um and like i don't know a lot of people are just don't get to experience that often like if you could just slow down um absolutely yes so i'm i'm working at offering these virtually these ceremonies virtually as well so that you create your own space and then we join together and guide you through that whole consumption intention meditation and just yeah deep essence within the earth and how the cannabis plant meets us there oh Thank you so much for joining us today and teaching us about, you know, how to be very intentional with our consumption and how it's very good and mindful for our soul. Um, so I'm really excited. Thank you so much for taking the time um, to talk with me today. You are welcome. And it's my pleasure. I love speaking about cannabis in a good way. Thank you so much. And if you want any of Teresa's guides or anything, I will list it in the show notes below and you can stay connected with her all on social media. And we're just, really honored to have you thank you so much <laughs> thank you